Welcome back to Toxic Friendship Awareness Month. This episode, we have a less toxic friendship group with us. We have well. a super. <laughs> 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 we have a super fun one today, and I'm super excited for it, guys. I have on with me one of the funniest friend groups I've ever been around in my life. Also, one of the strangest friend groups, but we'll get there. There we go. We have Miles, Jutes, Julian, and Anthony. Welcome, guys. Thanks hey. for having us. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. I'd love to have each of you guys give a quick intro about yourselves before we dive in can you each give us your name your age and where you live um my name is miles i'm 25 years old and i live in los angeles i'm jutes i'm 31 i live in los angeles i'm julian and i'm 29 live in los angeles i'm anthony i'm 31 and i live in toronto dude's so old <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to have you guys on because this whole month I've been really diving into friendships and I've been talking a lot about the bad parts of friendships or the complexities of when friendships can be kind of toxic or, you know, you need to cut a friend out or have a friendship breakup, whatever it is. And you guys really stood out to me because I've spent a lot of time with you and you guys have such a cool dynamic in your group. You guys are so fun to be around and I thought it would be cool to bring you guys on as a group of friends that I do think is a really healthy bond that you guys have. And I think it'll be fun to just share with my listeners what your friend group is like. Hell yeah. I want to start with some background on all of you guys and how you know each other. So we're going to start with Jutes and Anthony. You guys both are from the same area of Canada. How did you guys meet yeah, so and when did you become friends? So I'm from Ottawa, Canada and Anthony's from, we'll say Hamilton, but He's from Stony Creek, a.k.a. Tony Creek. Because <laughs> it's super Italian. And everyone there is named Very true. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's probably like, what, five hours, six hours away? Uh, Yeah. You're like an hour yeah. out of Toronto, right? I'm an hour, yeah, I'm an hour out of Toronto, so it's like five, six from Ottawa. Like yeah. two bus stops. Yeah, it's a trek. <laughs> but um, we met in Toronto, uh, both went to Humber College in um etobicoke which is like the butthole of toronto and <laughs> we met in residence um how did we meet just at a party probably yeah like honestly like we went to we went to humber together we both lived on a residence but like it wasn't until like the last month that we actually became like friends yeah and then from there yeah because like we met at, like, we met at parties and shit but we knew of each other and shit. And then second year, I moved like onto a house that was like the designated like party house, like because we were like the only people that actually had a house. Yeah. So like Jordan always would come over and party, but then he would be always the one that would like get so drunk and like pass out on our couch. Yeah. So that's through that, I like we became better friends from that. And then the, yeah, I want to say the year after we moved in with each other. Yeah. Then we got a place downtown Toronto. Um, which is the, the infamous 310. My parents thought I was so stupid because they're like, why are you moving in with this guy like as roommates? <laughs> and you're going to be farther from your school than you would be if you like commuted from like our family house. I'm like, no, I got to live in downtown Toronto. Yeah, that's where we all became men. <laughs> 310. In that, in that apartment, 310. Yeah. Three, it was the like, ghost of 310. Yeah, it's a crazy apartment. A lot of weird shit happened there. Um, but yeah, like when I first started making music, I was just like recording 
songs off my laptop, like webcam microphone and kind of making like shitty rap songs in my residence room. And like a handful of people even knew I was making music, but Anthony heard it through a friend of his and was like one of the earliest people to actually like fuck with me and be like, I want to help you out. So he was actually my manager for hella long, like years. Oh shit. I didn't know that. He managed me. I don't know if I knew that either. Yeah, and we would like we would like poster we would poster like flyers <laughs> with QR codes to my like Twitter and shit like all over um, campus, and just like didn't know neither of us knew what we were doing, but he was just down to ride, and everyone else was laughing at me. So I was like, "All right, you're not so bad." I actually said to Miles, I said to him the other day, I was like, "I feel like Anthony would be an incredible manager." He so. would be. I would yeah. be an, an amazing manager. Looking back, like the music was trash. It's hilarious now looking at it. Well. But even back then, like, <laughs> see, there I, it is. Okay. Shit. My no, but I'm saying there. at the time, I'm saying like at the time, it was amazing. Like we both obviously like because I was going to go into political PR, and then I literally met him, and he like started to do music, and I was like, "Yo, fuck it, like I want to help you. Let me do this," and I'm like, "Let me just like make a career in music instead." The best though is that Anthony would go and book all my shows. He had like really really bad anxiety, and this is before any kind of like him going to get this sorted out or whatever so his anxiety was like as bad as it could be like overwhelming (laughs) anxiety and we would go play shows and anthony would be like puking in the basement while we're sound checking and we could hear (laughs) we could hear anthony puking in the basement while we were sound checking but he still was just riding everywhere we would drive like 13 hours across the country to play one show anthony's just in the back seat like squished with like three other dudes (laughs) (laughs) when did your friendship become long distance i guess when i moved to la (laughs) yeah he moved to la i would say four years five years i think four years ago four years like yesterday so how long did you know each other before you moved um 2010 so 12 we've been best friends now for 12 years oh wow well, you, you passed go. the seven-year test. I don't know Jesus. if you guys know this. Twelve years, test. dude? <laughs> I know, it's not far. That's more than common law. <laughs> Did you guys stay as close, like, the whole time, or have there been, like, times where you weren't as close? We've always been this close. Since I've been yeah, in L.A.? Yeah, I was going yeah, to say, yeah, like, nothing. Like, the only thing that really fucked it up was, like, obviously, like, COVID. Like, I couldn't fly out for, like, two years just with all like the COVID and whatnot. But like, we still, I don't think a day has gone by ever that we haven't texted each other or talked to each other Yeah, in the past like 12 years. I love that. Facts. All right, guys. Now we're going to turn to Miles and Julian. Uh, you guys Wah-wah. also. <laughs> <laughs> There's teams. <laughs> I'm really dividing the group. <laughs> okay. So you guys sort of grew up in the same area That's and right. together. So Kinda. That's correct. I want Mostly. the background of how and when you two met. So <laughs> we're all recording artists, by the way. I don't know if that. Well, well, sorry, we're not all recording artists. Except two or four me. of us are. I Jules is a guitar session player, writer, and also does a lot of live gigs. And Anthony's just a man. Um, <laughs> 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 but um, I was recording songs probably like around 15, 16. I was going to the same studio and big part of the reason why I started making music was Justin Bieber. And so one one year he came to town and I saw him post a photo with Mike Dean at this studio. And I was like, all right, he's in Austin. I wonder what studio that is. I had never seen it. 
I got word one day that it was this studio called Orb. And so naturally I was like, well, if it's good enough for JB, so I got to check it out. So you got to at least look at it. Yeah. 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 So I have my dad call. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I started doing sessions there and I feel like within like the first couple weeks there was a writing camp. Yeah. There was a writing camp at the studio and they had two different rooms going and they had a few different rooms. It was like, like almost four different rooms. It was like 20 people that day. It was like a big, big group. We get invited to this uh, <laughs> this like riding camp, and they pretty much split all these groups. Like it, it might have been 25, 30 people. Um, and then it was like all groups of five, and everybody got a different room. And at the end of the day, everybody met in the big room, which is like the main room. We all like kind of played our songs. Everybody met. And uh, yeah, at the end of the day, I remember being in the same room as Miles because <laughs> everybody was like chatting, like kind of like party vibes. Like nobody was really talking about music. And Miles was cranking his own song as loud as possible. Let's and these go. speakers yeah, were like, the speakers that were sounds about right. insanely loud. <laughs> and then uh, the next day, he added me on Facebook and messaged me. He's like, yo, bro, do you do pop loops? That's and right. then, yeah. But we yeah. didn't, the, the first day we were, I remember seeing him and I was like, who is this kid? And then, yeah, the next day he found me on Facebook somehow. What year was that? That was 2013. Wow. I said that earlier. But yeah, 2013, I would have been 16. You would have been what? 21 21 or 22 so that's when that was the uh that was the day we met and then we started working together yeah well so yeah so he messaged me on facebook and then he's like yo do you do like guitar loops and at the time like i was always like wanting to do that but i never knew how to explore that world or anything and then i was like yeah man let's work and literally he was like let's we worked the very next day i feel like we had a few sessions for a bit i would come over to his house he had a really sick house in austin i would come over to his house in my construction uniform yeah after work. Um, and I don't want to make it sound like I was a good employee. I was horrible. Yeah. he would, I mean, he would pull up to the house and like holes in his shirt, dirt. Because at first, when I first met him, I was like, man, he's working at Orb. I was like, how is this kid affording all this stuff? And then when we started rehearsing, he comes over like literally dirt on his face, holes in his shirt, like beat up jeans. Yeah. Didn't want to ruin any of my nice clothes. But yeah, I would. we did a couple sessions at his house. And then I think at that time... You were flying back and forth from L.A. Yeah, I was flying back and forth from L.A. And then eventually, not there long after, I moved here kind of on a whim. Had a two-week trip planned and um, just ended up saying, yeah, I'm not going back. And then Jules and I always kept in touch. Maybe five, six months later, he's visiting in town, sort of toying with the idea of Moving out here with his at the then time girlfriend. Yeah, whoops. Um, <laughs> <laughs> whoops. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I was planning on moving to LA, and I had no. I had found out that Miles moved out there because we stopped working, and I like kind of like lost, not lost connection with him, but we just didn't talk for a minute. And then I was like, "Hey, man, I'm flying out to LA. Is there any chance I can take you to dinner? Like, I just want to pick your brain about the city, all this stuff." But yeah, we went to dinner, and then from then on, I was like, "Cool, I'll be here in two months." And then as soon as I moved here, I think we rehearsed the second day. And then from then on, we were just hanging out, hanging out. Yeah, we we weren't really hanging out. Like, we just didn't have, like, the, the ability to hang out as tight as we do now because I lived, like, an hour away. So yeah. hanging out was, like, a two-hour two hour trek. Um, yeah. But as soon as he moved here, it was every day. For sure. So one way or another, you guys all wind up in L.A., minus Anthony, who comes Soon. He's not welcome. Coming soon. One day. <laughs> Coming soon. <laughs> Can you guys tell me how your friend group kind of moshed together and how you all met each other? 
Yeah. So I, as you do in LA, you take a lot of sessions and uh, a very talented dude, Omer Fetty, um, introduced me to Jutes at a session and he was just chilling in the corner of the room. Our buddy Taro was, uh, oh yeah, me and Taro were working together <laughs> on a song. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just got supreme vibes from Jutes, and I was like, "What a cool looking dude!" <laughs> he just, a swell guy. <laughs> yeah, he just had like this old buddy, old pal. He's just a, a rock star looking dude. I was just like, "Wow!" I just remember thinking he was super cool. Followed him on uh, Instagram, and then Homer was like, "We should all just do a session." I think within like the next week, we we all did a session. Me, Homer, and Jutes, and we made like two songs that we really liked that day, and we just kind of agreed that. The vibes were swell. Immaculate vibes. Yeah, and so as uh, as me and Jude started working together more, um, I pulled in Julian, as I do with everything. And then, obviously, Julian's as easy to get along with as possible. So and now me and Julian live together. Yep. Yeah. Let's go. So it just and Miles lives happened. next door. And I live next Literally door. Literally next door. We've <laughs> taken over the block. We throw keys five <laughs> stories down to each other. Honestly, another thing I love about you guys is that you guys literally live next door to each other. It's like a sitcom. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys literally are a TV With the show. one guy in the other country. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We can be as close as possible and Anthony can't get in the country. So obviously, Anthony, you met everyone through Jutes. And by the way, for my listeners who don't know, when Anthony calls Jutes Jordan, that's because his first name is actually Jordan, but his artist name is Jutes. So I just want to give that context because I didn't before. Uh, yeah, I don't think I've ever called him that. It'd be too weird for me. He's too cool. <laughs> so Anthony, how did you really like dive into the group? Because obviously like I have friends that I've met through my friends, but how did it become so solidified? Because I feel like I know you just as well and I've only met you in person like twice. Well, like <laughs> since I'm like, obviously me and Jordan are like, super close so it's like anyone else that's gonna be like in his life obviously will eventually unfortunately like find out about me so like uh, yeah like i remember because it's like even when he was in la like obviously like on a day-to-day like i would just like find out like people who'd be friends with and shit so like even through that like I kind of just became like Instagram friends with like, I guess like all of them, like Miles and Julian and whatnot. I remember before I met Miles, he told me I would like Miles, but I had to be like, <laughs> I was going to be like taken aback kind of. I just said Miles is wild. This is actually when, when I first met Miles, he was like 10 times more unpredictable than he is now. <laughs> we should get into that. Yeah. There was like, sure. wild, like the, There's a different era. He, Miles has transformed over the years, but there was a time where you never knew what you were going to get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's like, that's like when I met him, that's when I met him. So Jordan was like, Oh, like miles is miles. He's like, miles is the best, but like, you'll see once you meet him. And then I remember for Julian, he told me you're going to like Julian. Julian's the nicest person you'll ever meet. He's like, no one. He's like, no one just likes Julian. Yeah. And then I met him and I'm like, I remember I literally texted Jordan and I was like, holy shit. I'm like, this is like the nicest guy. Yeah. yeah. I was very taken aback. Rock solid dude. And single ladies. And single. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously living with people can like really change your relationship. I feel like I've lost many friends from deciding to live with them. So Julian and Jutes, you guys live together now. There's yep. still time, so this answer could change. But how has living together changed your friendship 
for good or bad. I mean, we just I mean, got closer. <laughs> yeah, we just, I honestly, like, well, we started working over, like, I had known you before the pandemic. Yeah. But, like, we didn't start working till the pandemic, yeah. really. And then. We went on a nasty run in the pandemic, made, like, a bunch of records. Um, yeah, we went on a gnarly run and yeah. damn near did, like, a whole EP. A together. whole, yeah. And then, through, I think, through that period where we, like, started hanging out, we did, like, a bunch of videos and stuff. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, we moved in and, like, I feel like we got closer through one. Like, we just jumped right into yeah. it. Like, and then, yeah, I don't think we've ever had a beef. Never. I think I forget a little things here and there. Julian will put stuff in places that it make, has no business. Yeah, Anthony can tag in on that. That's when actually the first time I met Anthony, he's like, you dog. He's like, why is the ice cream in the fridge? You put ice cream in the fridge? Yeah. So it was a night um, I partook in... Uh, <laughs> smoking and <laughs> when just, julian's high it's just fucking yeah, anything that's goes. a sick autopilot yeah dude. it's autopilot and <laughs> i think i had ice cream like just out of the tub and then the next morning anthony was that that's when you were in town and yeah. that's when i had met you it was literally like my second day there and then i'm like why do you guys keep the ice cream in the fridge <laughs> so good. Um, but yeah but no i feel like it's made us pretty close and we never really beef and no never yeah miles and anthony i feel like you guys have a super special bond as well and i think it's interesting because you all kind of introduce each other to each other and you each have like special separate bonds as well anthony and miles if you want to share a tidbit of like your special bond i think it was gradual with anthony i don't remember like a like a one moment where we had where we sat and cried together and like just became <laughs> super tight it was just very <laughs> gradual also me and anthony uh dislike a lot of the same things so i think it was a lot of Going back and forth and clowning <laughs> That's things usually we didn't like. Anthony's like main bonding point. But uh, yeah. yeah, I just very true, very I, true. I kind of always figured I'd be like um, just a friend of Jutes's to Anthony, but Anthony kind of made it clear that he wanted to have his own relationship with me, which is really cool. And uh, yeah, so it just naturally kind of happened, and. We we probably don't go more than a day without talking. I, I'd say I talk to him every day uh, on my yeah. own. But um, Anthony's been there for me in some like really critical and tough times. Um, I'm approaching a year sober on Ooh. August third. Um, and a big big help in getting sober was having Anthony to turn to. Um, like middle of 2021 was just really going through it and um don't cry yeah he cared a lot <laughs> anthony's anthony is like he is like loyal guy. on like god mode like i've never met someone like anthony's like if you if you're friends with anthony like the main thing that you would say about anthony is that he's loyal like <laughs> sometimes i'm like bro you don't even have to be as loyal as you are but he's like nah bro i'm like too loyal sometimes no he's ride or die i'm like in yeah like i'm very like intensely loyal i remember i'd always say to jordan i'm like yo like if i ever killed someone would you like back me up and he's like no he's like that's crazy he's like i would turn you in i don't like having just like friends i like having like my like super close like best friends so it's like those people i just like go die hard like loyal to yeah. and then i usually just like don't give a shit about like anyone else for me i think it, there was something cool about the fact that Anthony didn't live here too. Thanks, man. No, not in like in a in a way that I was like more willing to like open up. Because I think when you see people like every day, like you don't want to get as personal because you know you're gonna have to see them tomorrow and like blah 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 blah. Something about the distance uh, just made it easier for me to open up and share things that I wouldn't have if 
it was like in front of you. Yeah, exactly. And you got to remember too, this is a three hour time difference. So it'd be like, it's a commitment. Dead of the night for me. And I would be like having to work in like one hour, but I'd be like, no, fuck it. I'm like, if you need to talk, like you need to talk, like hit me up anytime. No, for sure. Thank you. It's a beautiful yeah, man. It's the shit. The music. All good. All good. Wait, I want to go back to something that Miles said that made me laugh. Cause you said it when you first started talking about your relationship with Anthony, you were like, we dislike the same things. And I think that's like, I have a funny <laughs> story about that on Anthony's last day in LA when he was here just this last April he and Miles spent a whole day watching movies together and <laughs> all the movies, every movie they watched was movies that me and Miles already watched and agreed that we hated like with a passion. Like we actually decided we hated these movies and, and they spent, they spent the whole day watching the movies just so that they could dislike them <laughs> together. And then, well, and then I fell asleep. Yeah, I, was still- I turned them on and then fell asleep. <laughs> He's like, you got to watch this. You're going to hate it. You're going to hate it. I just want to tell you two minutes. It goes to bed. My humor is very much like, it's so bad, it's good. Like, that's, yeah. love love anything yeah. in that yeah. realm of humor. So <laughs> I, th- I thought I could show him uh, a thing or two. All right. I was going to ask you guys how you stay so close. But to be honest, I date Miles and I have never seen a more active group chat in my entire life. You good. guys are from the minute we wake up <laughs> till the minute I go to sleep. That group chat is going like i don't even know how to keep up even with me being three hours early they wake up and it's like i'm already going about something i think the first messages are always from anthony <laughs> yeah i'll have like 40 unreads yeah and it's usually the news oh yeah of course it's the, i gotta keep you guys in <laughs> yeah, he gives us the news anthony is tmz he's like if <laughs> like anthony hears about shit before it happens that's another thing we have to really drive home there is no way you could ever understand how quickly CIA, how CIA level this guy is. Yep. It's nuts. <laughs> a, he can find anything about anyone. B, if something happens, it's like he's on the scene. He somehow knows about it at the second before it's even public. Yeah. <laughs> and he will blast it in the group chat. And Miles will always say, unsubscribe. you <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> that's amazing i forgot about the unsubscribe <laughs> every time you're like unsubscribe, unsubscribe. that's awesome <laughs> that's amazing i'm funny i keep forgetting how funny i am but no it's actually it's kind of weird because the group chat didn't exist until maybe three months ago but um yes me and me and tony are probably the most active in there for sure the most and active. If, if anybody's i can, I can if, vouch to that if anybody's ever like not engaging at a pace that I like, I send them a text on the site and I'm like, yo, need your engagement in the chat, brother. <laughs> you say, I need more activity in the chat from you. Need more activity need in the more chat activity. from you, brother. Miles will literally be like on vacation and he'll be like, what's everyone up to? And it's like, bro, let's fucking enjoy your vacation. Yeah. How do you think I feel? I'm the one on vacation with him. I'm like talking to him and getting no response and he's texting you guys being like, hold on a sec. <laughs> Nah, group chats are, are underrated. Mm. Underrated thing. I brought everybody group. closer. Group chat. Especially with the homie, homie, homies. Yeah, for sure. I just think it's so unique. I don't know anyone who like ever has like as little drama as you guys have. I don't know what I would attribute that to, but I I totally agree in the sense that um the crew has is really never butting heads or beefing. Yeah. We just kinda like don't like, it's easy to be competitive in music, but it just doesn't really exist with us. Like, I guess L.A. is a place where everyone leaves everything behind and kind of goes to this city to, like, make their dreams come true. And then 
usually relationships don't come before that dream, but we've found a way to like not be thinking about like our personal gain over the friendships. I don't know. It's it's, a, it's weird because like people we're saying it now, like music being competitive and stuff, but like I wouldn't ever, if, if there was ever an issue between us or one of us, I would never first like sitting here now think that it would come from music. It, no. Like someone just, you know, just having a collapse of judgment on, you know, reality and like needing a check from one or the other. But I don't, I don't, I, as, as of now, I never would imagine it coming from some sort of music, like yeah. competition or weirdness. Yeah. I feel like it comes from just loving what you guys do. I feel like each of you individually have like your specific things that you do and that you're really talented at and that you love. And because of that, like it's kind of just something you all bond over versus like compete with each other on. Like you guys actually love it. You're not doing it for any other reason. Obviously you want success and you want to be able to support yourselves, but like you're not doing it for any other reason, but for, sure. for your own love. It's also a lot easier doing it with your friends too. True. It's just yeah. such a toxic, such a uh, fast paced city and like, being able to share your songs with your homies and, you know, get, get an yeah. honest response or work making songs with, you know, we all learn together at the same time while we're doing this. So we've talked about your guys' relationships, how you all met each other. We're going to mm -hmm. have some fun now. Not that we haven't been having fun, but we're going to have more fun. What is the best trip you've all been on together if you have? Definitely Miami. Miami was a trip. Miami um, was nuts. I was not there. We thought about you the whole time, <laughs> Anthony. Kind of, I wasn't there. <laughs> we just keep talking. But Miami was is definitely my vote for best trip. That was uh, for my birthday in April, uh, two, three months ago, whenever that was. Yeah, was Miami was nuts. We had never had a trip out of state with all of us together. No, so we, that was a first. We literally have gone to like Big Bear and Joshua Tree. Yeah. Yeah. What is the craziest experience you've all had together in LA? So Anthony... Join us back for this one. Mm, uh. Craziest all together. Anything crazy happened? Just came to my birthday party. That yeah, was that fun. was that went smooth. That was fun. That, that was, was fun. Like that it was just yeah, it wasn't smooth crazy. sailing fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was just Nothing straight up happened. fun. I had a great time. Pitbull was playing. I was fucking. That's right. This man's party. favorite artist is Pitbull. I is that Pitbull serious? Guy. That's real facts. Wow, I didn't know that. He's not my favorite artist, but I fucking love Pitbull. What's an embarrassing story you guys have about each other? Embarrassing. Well, there's a lot. There's a lot for sure. There's All right, Miles, tell a brief one. I would like to tell my embarrassing story about myself that I feel like attributes to maybe um, Jutes <laughs> kind of warning Anthony about me. I know the. I know the. <laughs> yeah, you know exactly. <laughs> <what story. laughs> you know exactly what story I'm going to. So this is again back in my drinking days. Um, Jutes and I have written a lot together, so. Jutes is like, yo, and this is also a very good buddy of ours. His name's Andrew Luce. Now he is, but I mean, he was my homie at the time, but you didn't know him at all. This is like literally how you met. Yeah. So Jutes <laughs> is like, yo, I'm working with this kid, Andrew, tomorrow. Do you want to join? I'm like, of course. So it's maybe like a one o'clock session and I've had half a bottle of tequila already. That's how I was rocking out. Always full balls to the walls. And so me and Jutes pull up to this really, really, really nice apartment. Um... We get up to Andrew's apartment and I'm looking around and I'm like mesmerized by this insane apartment. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> so he's just kind of like getting us water and just talking to us, bullshitting. And I'm like, yo, this apartment's nuts. It was within 30 seconds. Yeah. Like, <laughs> not. We didn't settle in. This guy walked into the door and immediately was started grilling him about it. You can continue. I but mean, I was in 30 seconds. I was drunk. So maybe you should tell it. So he comes in, like, definitely smelling like tequila. 
And within 30 seconds, he's like, this place is crazy, bro. Like, this is nice. And he's like, so how much do you pay him? Like <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he was like, oh, like, I don't know. It's like, a, it's, it's a bunch. I don't know what he said, but he was just like, definitely dodged it and was kind of like, whoa, super personal. Like, don't know this guy. Like, wildly personal question. You basically like somehow started doing the math. I started throwing out numbers. You started throwing out. No, I out started throwing out numbers. I was like 4,000. And he was like, uh, and I was like 5,000. And he was like, uh, I was like, it's 6,000. And he kind of like didn't say anything that time. And then here, you can take back. And then over. you were like, okay, well, that times 12 is. <laughs> came up with what he was spending a year on rent living there. And he was like. Guy gets drunk, starts doing math. I was actually like, whoa. Like, this is so weird how we're starting this session. <laughs> I was like, how do you afford this? And he, again, he's just kind of not wanting to answer it. And I, for whatever reason, keep pressing. Well, how can you afford this? And then he tells us a, a story about how he had this magazine signed by Steve Jobs and how Steve Jobs didn't sign a lot of things. So his autographs went for a lot. And so I think he ends up, he's like, yeah, I had this Steve Jobs autographed magazine and I sold it for $30,000. And then I even went further. Did the math subtract that from what he had <laughs> what he had tallied up as the yearly rent cost and was like, well, that accounts for this. What about the rest? I was like, God, whoa, what are you like the feds, bro? Like, this is all within two minutes, minutes of meeting minutes Andrew. Of meeting him. He didn't pull me aside or he didn't wasn't like audibly like, yo, chill. Like it took to the next day being like, yo, I don't know if you remember, but you <laughs> fully asked for a spreadsheet of Andrew Lewis's finances. His utility bill. Maybe don't do that again. The IRS. Do you guys ever talk about that now? I never have brought that up to Andrew, but I'm sure he would remember it and find it funny now. He would yeah. find it funny. Shout out to Andrew. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we're going to do a little rapid fire how well you guys know each other. Okay. All right. Julian, what is Miles's go-to Taco Bell order? Uh, uh, the cheesy gordita crunch at the Dorito shell. Usually. Yeah. And then the... Uh, Mountain Dew Freeze. Yes, sir. And then someone else pays for it. <laughs> <laughs> I got him. I got you. All right, Anthony, your turn. If Jutes is on Ox, what is the first song he's putting on? Like the very first song or like the band? Either. Band? Probably like what? Like Red Hot Chili Peppers? I was going to say. No, right, no right, now it'd be, right now it'd be like Radiohead. Yeah. Or Smashing. Smashing Pumpkins, Radiohead. Chili Peppers is a safe bet, though. Chili peppers is yeah. a safe bet. All right, Miles, your turn. If Julian had to eat the same meal every single day for the rest of his life, what would it be? That's a good one. I, I feel like he he cooks <laughs> chicken a lot at home, like right? Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, I but feel are like we talking about like Julian's like, a save money guy? So he, he whatever <laughs> chicken at home. Hey, that credit killing. score. No, he's so responsible as an adult. Next question: What is Anthony's biggest pet peeve? Jutes, you can answer this one. I have a lot. <laughs> yeah it's just like everything um i mean just somebody like honestly some it sounds cheesy but like somebody being like a shitty like friend or disloyal or something like that like if so, he's just like a one strike you're out type dude like if he if someone does some like sideways shit and he, he'll just he's you're cut he'll just cut you off i don't forget anything either yeah i don't which everyone hates but is <laughs> amazing I don't know if there's like a lighter answer for that, like pet peeve. I'm trying to think. The flip side, the thing that he loves the most in this world is videos of monkeys dressed as humans doing human-like things, like smoking <laughs> cigarettes and shit. That's what he likes the most. So 
Whatever the opposite of that is. All right, we'll take that. All right, what is Jutes' hidden talent? Yo, this motherfucker can draw his ass off. It's crazy. Yeah, he's a drawer. Damn, I haven't seen that. It's it's also weird because I feel like a lot of recording artists, singers, songwriters, whatever you want to say, can draw well. I've never, ever had that. Like, music was the first, like, passable like art. form of art. expression. It's the only, for me. really. Yeah, for, for me. me yeah. For me, it's the only one. Art, like, drawing was the first one for me. Music was the last. No, probably, like, what, like, basketball even for you. Yeah, basketball. I was like, that was. I never fun. got to see. I never got to see the uh, the hooping days, but yeah, that, those were dead in, in Canada for sure. Solid beer pong. Hell. Yeah, I mean, I used to be nasty. We used to run it. Yeah, I we played the other day, and I was not. I was all the way cooled off. Yeah, I can't <laughs> imagine how bad I am at this point. It's been so long. But yeah, I'd say I'd say draw. All right, guys. Usually on my podcast, I do Alpies 3, which is my corny segment of adding music into the podcast where I basically just list three songs that either fit with the vibe of the episode or three songs that my guest of that week picks. So for you guys, we're going to switch it to Alpies 4. And I'm going to have each of you pick a song that is just a song that you guys like to listen to together. Me and Julian have one. Chop Suey. Chop uh, suey. Well, I was okay. That or there's one that we got Taco Bell really late, and I partook again. And about. we watched the Chili Peppers new song had just coming out. Oh, the 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 Black Summer. The Black Summer, yeah. and we watched. Uh, we rewinded the solo. Not even kidding, about twenty five times. Yeah, over and over and over. If you guys were all in the car together, Miles, what song? Would What's you the put first on? song I'd play? That's oh, a good by question. Bad Bunny or You've something? You've been on a bad Bunny. Yeah, I've been really on the biggest bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. <laughs> the greatest artist of all time. Um, I don't know if I'd play Bad Bunny, though he is my favorite Harry. right now. Bad Bunny and Harry right now. It has been so fun to have you on. I've had the best time. I know my listeners are going to love it and hopefully get something out of it. I know I really just brought you guys on here to have fun and talk about the beautiful friendship you guys all share, but I actually do think that there's a lot more people can learn from you than you guys even realize. I think your bond is super special. I'm not just saying this. I have the best time hanging out with you guys. I think that it's really nice to learn ways that as an adult out of college working in, you know, daily life, it's really cool to see how with different ages and different living locations and whatever it is, like you guys all still find a way to stay super close and also focus on what you're individually passionate about. So I'm grateful to spend time with you guys and I'm grateful for all the laughs that I've had with you guys. Anthony has a sick clothing brand. It's called Three Strikes. The Three Strikes or just Three Strikes? Uh, Instagram is The Three Strikes. I encourage you all to check it out. Miles and Jutes have their own projects that they're working on. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but I said it. It's true. Um, their music is amazing, and Julian is an incredible guitar player. He has been doing amazing stuff the last few months, traveling with different artists, and he's killing the game. So Crazy guys. credits. He sent me his credit reel the other day, and I was like, wow, these are insane. Bossed up. Proud they're, of uh, they're not out, but soon to be. Insane credits. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Solid deer. This has been fun. Thank you all for listening to this week's episode of Trying to Figure It Out. Next week, we have Bo back for the final yeah. episode. <laughs> Miles loves Bo. <laughs> next week, we have the final episode of Toxic Friendship Awareness Month. So tune in next week. And yeah, thank you guys. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Ooh.